Hello and welcome to TV Dinner, the podcast where we take three bites out of a show and tell you how it tastes. I'm your host, Kalena. I'm your other host, Sean. And we haven't recorded in a while because we took a little break after our theme months. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are we watching this week? We are watching the anime Run with the Wind or Kaze ga Suyoku Fuiteru. I've not heard of it. Yeah, well, um, I wouldn't say it's uh, super popular. No? Uh, Is it new? Yeah, it's new. It's from this season. Um, well, can something be super popular if it's new? Um, I mean, it's not super popular over here in the West, which is fine. But uh, technically, I mean, it's, it must be popular in Japan because uh, it was an, a novel that was adapted into manga and live action and has just now begun its anime production. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Basically, um, it's a sports series about <laughs> what? Running? Well, yeah. You know, uh, being a runner. <laughs> <laughs> Racing and doing marathons and stuff. Go on. We don't. We generally don't watch a lot of sports anime, but it's it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, there's a lot of a, <laughs> the whole trope of like sports guts, uh, and like it's a really b- vibrant um, genre in Japan with a, a lot of different good media coming out for it. I, I've, it's just not really something that either of us have gotten into, and I wanted to take a stab at one running right now that I've heard is good. Okay, well, I mean, just telling me it's a it's a running anime doesn't really tell me what it's about, though. Well, it's, you or know... Is it just that? Is it is it, like, free, but for running? No, free is not a sports anime. <laughs> free is a sports anime because they're cowards. Free, I guess free is a sports anime, but <laughs> though, like, I've not watched free, so maybe it's more sports anime than I think, but the usual tropes are, like... Uh, a protagonist who has like skill but is apathetic who then yep. finds their like passion renewed for the sport and they have to fight alongside the upperclassmen who really want to like win it big before they have to graduate and move on uh, from the sport into see, the next the thing. thing it's very close but the main character never ever ever gets unapathetic <laughs> <laughs> he's just like yeah i like to swim well, if he likes to swim all the time, is is he just like a cold, cool, cold personality uh, who just does all the swimming, or is he, or is he like someone who doesn't swim? What do you, no, he swims all, all all the time. Then it's not really the same thing. <laughs> it is a sports. We'll watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll see. Anyway, have you watched any sports anime besides Free? If it counts. Free. I've watched Prince of Tennis back when it was on Adult Swim. I never watched Prince of Tennis. What can you tell me about that show? I It's been a very, very long time since it was on Adult Swim. So not so, much? I, yeah, I don't remember a whole lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was like your traditional, like, he was, it's like, oh, he's too young to be this good at tennis. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have I, I mean, I saw mm-hmm. Yuri on Ice. Which is kind of like free, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it is like it's it's a little more sporty than free because they're very intense about it. Yeah, um, I find that manga and anime are are pretty good at 
portraying sports in a way that actually get me to care about them in a way that real sports <laughs> I do not. Uh, but well, that's because you don't get the interpersonal drama in real sports. You just look at some football dudes, <laughs> you know, hit each other. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> but most sports anime actually, like, I end up just bouncing off of them and not sticking with them. Like, yeah, fair enough. Like Haikyuu, which is about volleyball. Um, one that I have stuck with is uh, Hajime no Ippo because oh it's, yeah, Ippo's really good. It's really good, and it's about boxing. There's like a lot of drama there, uh, and other, a lot of the drama is about taking serious injuries from the sport. <laughs> yeah, it's a dangerous sport. It's just extremely dire. It's more dire than a lot of sports anime. Um, but it's a pretty serious concern, sports injuries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So definitely, you know, sometimes all it takes is pairing up a cool action in a sport with some like jet noises and it'll okay. get your casual anime watcher like me really fired up about it. Okay. But is there anything specific you can tell me about this series or are we just going to have to go for it? Um, it's, I believe, a. Seinen series, I think, or is it? I'm I'm not sure if that's the right word. A what? Uh, but it's a. Uh, I believe that it was published for a, a slightly older audience. Okay. <laughs> is, was that not <laughs> the kind of question you were asking? So it was. It was. So what does that mean? That it was published for an older audience. That it's less dramatic. Um, not less dramatic, but it might be more serious. Um, like, there's a, just like tone-wise in the writing, it might be a bit more mature. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was, that's all I wanted to clarify. Okay, so, so we should just go for it. We should just go for it. All right, let's do it. Bon appetit. didn't have a lot to say beforehand but uh, i still want to get your reaction first oh my reaction yeah yeah just your first thoughts um so something we didn't really talk about in the first half was that even though the anime just started coming out this year the 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 novel came out in 2006 and the manga and the movie came out in like 2008 2009 yeah, I don't really have an explanation for the timeline, though. <laughs> well, I, I just think it's interesting because considering that the story was created, you know, 10-ish years ago, it's it's surprisingly modern for sports anime. Yeah, I wonder if you held them up to each other, how much would change? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know where to get the manga to read it. But we looked up pages to see the style, and it is definitely very, like, 2008 Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just art-wise. Yeah, probably being adapted to a manga, um, that probably helped with uh, adapting to an anime. Easier to yeah. adapt from manga than from a novel, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, if I were to guess, the story probably went through small changes with each iteration like the art style did 
Mm-hmm. Slight updates. Yeah. But, you know, uh, <laughs> I mentioned in the first half of this episode that one of the sports animes I've seen is free. And I keep drawing parallels, and that's probably just because they're both sports animes, and there's a lot of tropes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very interesting to be like, oh, I expected this to be a little more dated, but it's not really at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty modern. Yeah. So you liked the show? I did. All right. So, since this is one that's going under a lot of people's radars, I'll do a little bit of summary work. Um, basically, uh, Kakaru Kurahara, who uh, has some mysterious past with uh, track and field teams uh, that makes him not want to join another one, uh, was spotted running really fast, showing off his <laughs> talent. Uh, by Haiji Kiyose, who needs one more person to get his track and field team off of the ground. But but uh, none of the other nine people know that they are about to be drafted. Mm-hmm. None of them read the fine print on the sign on their cheap dorm that was like, no, y- you need to be part of the team. <laughs> to be in this dorm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, they all react negatively towards and act against and are going to disregard. But, um, uh, Haiji ruthlessly makes it clear that none of them are getting out of this. <laughs> he's One very, way or another. He's very, uh, plot device. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's less of a plot device and more like the strongest driving character in the series. Yeah, for sure because <clears throat> it's his passion that he wants to make this happen definitely feel like we're going to get more backstory from him but yeah since so we don't know a lot the first episode is just introducing everyone since the cast just the main cast is 10 characters but mm-hmm. uh, by episode three we've also got like two other side characters or one side character and a rival mm-hmm. um so the first episode is just introducing everyone the second episode is convincing everyone to stake with it and yeah, the third and episode the th- is starting their training. Yeah, which it's pretty good. Like you wouldn't have even with this good pacing and like the episodes, like how fast they just flew by, how entertaining they are. Um, yeah, you no one would probably like suspect if you just sat them down and made them watch this. Yeah, they I could see would myself suspect that it was an adaptation. I could see myself um, accidentally binging this because <laughs> it, it just doesn't feel like you know, you're watching as much as you are. Yeah. Which is a really good sign in my book. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. <laughs> you got a, a well-rounded group of uh, ten distinct boys, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, immediately in episode one, you were getting <laughs> dating sim vibes. Well, yeah, okay. So, the thing that this has, that it has to have that dating sims also have to have is especially when you have a wide cast like this each character has to be specifically distinct Mm -hmm. so we've got the older guy and we've got the youngest guy and we've got the twins and the the glasses character although he's not very stereotypical glasses because he the reason he doesn't want to run is because he wants to go clubbing (laughs) Uh, so everyone's kind of like got their little tropey thing, but like a twist. So there's the really pretty long haired manga character who is like 
not childish at all or like cutesy mm-hmm. like most of those characters are. Yeah, he's a pretty bishonen. Yeah, but he's just like incredibly laid back. Does not <laughs> does not want to move. I would have assumed that that was like part of the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but... he he looks like he belongs in a different manga, and he's got all this manga in his room. Yeah, um, but definitely like both dating sims and shows with big casts have to have like clear distinctions between their characters, like this one does. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did. Me and you did end up ta- spending like ten minutes talking about how this is similar to a dating sim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Definitely, and there's a uh, definitely some scenes that you, I, <laughs> uh, you could uh, read differently. Yeah, we were uh, saying if if any of the one characters would be the player character, it would be the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, not because he doesn't have a, a strict personality, which he pre- which he does, um, but he's just pretty quiet. Yeah, he's definitely your point of view character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, his name is Kakeru Kurahara. Kurahara. I, the one thing I I did by the second episode realize is a problem with having this many characters off the bat is knowing their names. Yeah, but don't worry. I have a name list right here. And I'm uh, asking now, uh, do you want to go by through them one by one? Uh, we, no. <laughs> so just big no. I mean, we can, we can, yeah, I guess we'll do like a quick. Yeah, it can be as long or as short as you want. It's just, um, I'm going to try not to talk about all of them. Okay. Because that would be confusing for listeners. But yeah, okay. So the ones I do know, the names I do know, the, Mm -hmm. I was going to say the main character, but I literally just forgot. Kakehura? Not quite. Kagehura? No, you're mixing parts of uh, both of his names. Okay, what is it? Kakeru Kurahara. Kakeru Kurahara. He's the main character. Mm-hmm. He's got like a a bluish black theme, um, mm. a dark past, like every main character needs. Um, yeah, it's, it seems that... like uh, his last uh, teamwork experience didn't go so well. Yeah. Um, but he's the prodigy. He's very good at it. Um, yeah, he's. It's nice because a lot of um, a lot of sports series are about sort of a rough around the edges character with some natural talent who needs to be like trained and honed. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is more of a character drama when the main character is the one who has to worry the least about training. Right. Um. And there is the guy who drives the plot. Uh huh. Can you remember his name? Haiji. Yep. Haiji Kiyose. Kiyose. Um, he looks the most generic because he's just got brown hair and brown eyes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is not as generic in Japan. No, but he doesn't. Yeah, I, he doesn't feel generic. Like his personality is very intense. Oh they, yeah. In the second episode, they started calling him the ogre from hell. Mm. he's the big dreamer he's the fourth year who has nothing to lose because he has to make this year work yeah um he's pretty cool he's very very intense and he's very optimistic considering most of the people on the track team don't know how to run yeah it feels um a little forced 
uh, Kakaru put it as like reckless, but uh, yeah, he seems to be like single-mindedly chasing his dream, which woof. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel like he's putting on a bit of a, a, f- Maybe. a fake smile. I, I can um, definitely see there being an episode uh, a little bit down the road where he finally, where he finally kind of loses the veneer a little bit. And, mm. and and shows that, like, I am actually worried that we're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Okay, now we're going to go faster. There's Jota and Joji, who are the twins. And mm-hmm. They just want to get girls. Yeah, they're blonde, and they just want to get girls. Um, That's the end of the names, I know. Who's the lawyer guy? The lawyer guy? Oh, uh, he is uh, Yukihiko Iwakura. Um, yeah, he is the glasses character who just wants to go clubbing. He's already passed the bar exam, and this is his last year in school, and he just wants to chillax for once in his life. Um, he's not going to let him. <laughs> there is King, who mm-hmm. is a pretty uptight trivia ner- buff. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's Prince, who is the uh, manga reader and not a runner at all and he's very pretty and he's got freckles and long hair yeah he's got his name is uh akane kashi uh wazaki which is mm-hmm. a very feminine name yeah it's nice <laughs> um i love his shirt that just says <laughs> why it just says just why. says why big question mark <laughs> um the guy from tanzania uh his name is um musa kamala musa kamala um he has a funny line where he says, this is the first time that I, that I wanted to go home after like they ran for the first time. Yeah. Um, this is the straw that brings the camels back. It's time to go back. <laughs> well, and it's, it's funny because when we started the first episode and started watching the opening, I was like, oh, there's a black guy in this anime. And they do actually, uh, in the second and third episode, when the other characters insinuate that he's going to be good at running because he's black, he actually is like, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, he's like, that's not true. That. <laughs> I'm um, just a black guy who got picked out <laughs> because, because he's buff. I, yeah, <laughs> this is all a coincidence. Get off the back. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because, um, every now now and then they have like a running montage and you can see who's in the front and who's in the back and he's mm-hmm. and he's kind of like in the middle yeah he's middling yeah he's not like great but he's not <coughs> he's not prince level terrible yeah it's it's nice to see black people in anime uh, i i have to wonder if he's in like the middle of the pack because the writer probably didn't want to insinuate anything by putting him in the front or the back you, well yeah and i think i think that's exactly why they had those moments in the anime where people were like, oh, I bet people where you're from run really well. And he, <laughs> and he was like, no. No. <laughs> but he's obviously not out of shape. So I think mm-hmm. they, I think it was definitely, definitely a uh, uh, more of a socially conscious decision to, mm-hmm. to put him as like a more of an average runner. Yeah. Uh, so you got uh, Takashi Sugiyama, who is a, uh, a very nice boy. He comes from the mountains, uh, so he has some experience in yeah. um, traveling long distances. Well, he, he used to live in the mountains when he was going to school, and he would just like run to school every day, and that's his like running thing. And he's actually decently good at it. 
Yeah, he he was pretty easy to pressure into doing it. And uh, maybe his family will see him on TV and he never gets to see them. Yeah, he hasn't been back up in the mountains where his family is in a minute. Mm-hmm. And there's the older guy, Nico. Uh, I think that's just his nickname because I when I looked him up, I got the name uh, Akihiro Hirata. So mm-hmm. I think uh, Nico is just from nicotine. Yeah, he's he's older. He's it, it's it's very explicit that he's been in school for a long time because he's not great at it, and he smokes a lot. And <laughs> they have a chore list, and instead of his name, they just put like a little drawing of a cigarette. um but he's actually he's actually pretty reasonable i thought he was going to be kind of a like a more of a shitty character yeah because of the way he's drawn i think Mm, like that he would have been one of the harder ones to convince well yeah because he he's a scruffy guy and he smokes and you know he's a slob yeah and so i thought it was going to be like oh he just wants to you know do his own thing but he was actually like hey i know this is really important to my friend and i want to see him succeed so i'm gonna go for it yeah (laughs) so instead you know he instead he shows that he's the oldest one by being more mature yeah but that's that's what i mean about even though all the characters kind of follow a trope or one trope or another they do also subvert them Mm -hmm. um did we get everyone uh there's only one person that uh that's all 10 of the runners, uh, but we did meet uh, Hinako, who is uh, uh, a girl that uh, Haiji knows that he <laughs> he has decided, hey, if, if you hang out, the guys will do better if a girl is watching. Yeah, and it does work. <laughs> but uh, it's so funny because he basically, she just like works in a convenience store nearby. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, hey, do you want to come help us time, help me time them? You can mm-hmm. like ride on your bicycle. You don't have to run. <laughs> Did She's we like, mention? Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> she she she's in. Uh, she's just enjoying being there. Uh, did we mention King? He's trying to get a job. Yeah, I mentioned King. I didn't say his full okay. name. What is it? Oh, his name. Uh, King is his nickname. His name is a uh, Yohei Sakaguchi, I believe. Yeah, and he's just like his motivation is that he wants to get a job after college, which I feel. Yeah, I think that the uh, writer probably knew that that was a lot of names to throw you all at once is why half of them have nicknames. Nicknames. Well, okay. And so we mentioned a few times that they're all college kids. You did you did say that it was written for a an older audience, mm-hmm. which you can tell by the ages of the characters. I might have been thinking of something else, actually, but because it was a novel and not like a light novel, it, yeah. it's still true. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think in anything, the age of the characters is usually the age of the people that you want watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, stuff like uh, Free and Haikyuu are about high schoolers because it's for a younger demographic. But I don't mm-hmm. think that it's particularly more mature than other sports animes that I've watched. You know what I mean? Well, like, content-wise. Yeah, maybe. It might be a thing later on, but uh well they're not trying to be grimdark or anything. <laughs> they're not trying to be grimdark. They're just like they're just like average college kids who like cuss sometimes and drink and stuff. But other than that, they're not like it's not incredibly dramatic. Yeah. In a way I didn't really that's, know what that's to weird. expect. Yeah. I didn't really know what to expect going into it. Mm-hmm. So big shrugs. I'm just saying, the vibe is pretty similar to most other sports animes that I've seen. 
um, even though the characters and the demographic is is probably a little older. Is that a good thing? I think so. Because mm. I think, you know, if you were younger, you still might enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, the, the most important question that has been on my mind ever since the whole dating sim thing came up. <laughs> so, Kalena, which one's your type? Who would you date? Um... Hmm. How about you? <laughs> Me? Oh, geez. I would probably uh, go for the lawyer glasses character. Because I like really? his style. He's got an undercut and an earring and he looks and glasses and he looks cool. You, wait, do you mean in a if this was a dating sim? Yeah. You would pick his character route? Because oh. I feel like his route would be interesting because he's like, you know obviously a smart dude but he doesn't want to settle down mm. into the track thing he He's just got, wants to uh, bounce around yeah judging by like his design and the whole law student but also sort of like a pretty boy thing he's got a lot of stuff going on so yeah he probably would have an interesting route but I, as far as like uh probably you know how some dating sims you don't like choose a route you just kind of get thrown into whatever route you know, based on your choices. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the one I would get thrown into is the mountain boy. Oh, because because he's really nice. I love wholesome characters. Mm. <laughs> I get it. Um, well, judging by what experience I do have in like visual novel type things, mm-hmm. uh, I think that I would probably uh, end up. I would probably end up in Hygie's route just by being like, by oh, being... he's just by being like, oh, he's the mo- he's the like center character. So I would just naturally gravitate towards. Fair enough. He's he's uh, the one that's biggest on the box art. Yeah, but if I was going into it intentionally, being like, I'm just gonna focus on one character, I would uh, intentionally pick out uh, Nico. Yeah, that's. I think that would be another good route. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because he's he's definitely got more going on than than meets the eye yeah yeah definitely also his character design don't judge me let's move on <laughs> let's move on it's good it's good <laughs> yeah, yeah ask me a different question please um please. the music in this show is surprisingly it stands out in a good way mm. most of the time i watch anime i'm not really thinking about the soundtrack because uh, you know, unless it's horribly bad, it usually fits and it doesn't stand out to me, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was really good. It was really... I, I called it lo-fi study beats to... chill beats to <laughs> study to. Well, in that one scene, it really stood out like that as something that I would definitely just put on in the background. Yeah, but even the um the EP, the ending song, is pretty... is is pretty cool pretty upbeat i like both the intro and the ending uh the intros by unison square garden who do a lot of anime music that i like what else have they done popular um like uh uh battle uh battle block brigade and stuff like that okay and the ep uh, oh, the, the EP is a reset by uh, Taichi Mukai, who I don't uh, know especially off the top of my head. 
Okay. Well, the, yeah, the ending uh, theme sounds, just seems a lot like it was an actual, like it was a song Mm -hmm. before the show. So sometimes they do that. They'll pick out songs for the ending rather than making one. Yeah, I think he's I think he's more like uh, that kind of artist. Yeah. So, um, it's just good music, and uh, I don't know. I don't usually look up anime soundtracks, but this one I might I might. Hmm. I definitely. <laughs> I'll definitely. You definitely pro- do usually. Well, <laughs> I like anime music. Yeah. Maybe too much. <laughs> That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wow. So, uh, original novel was written in 2006, but mm-hmm. the the second edition was in 2009. The manga was 2008 to 2009. There was a live action film adaptation in 2009, and then nothing for nine then, years uh, until now. Yeah. And it, it premiered in October 3rd, just last month. Yeah, we're we're coming in hot on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there will be more seasons, but this one is planned for twenty three episodes. Planned for how many? Twenty three. That's that's a good amount. I think it's probably going to be one contained thing then. Hmm. Because because it it does explicitly state that this is a lot of the characters last year in college. Hmm. That's true. Usually in other series like a uh, haiku. It'll be like the first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it'll be the first year that you're in, and um, and it'll go throughout their school schooling. Yeah, and there will be like a really dramatic. Uh, there will be a really dramatic part of the storyline uh, a year or two in when the fourth or third years right, that got you in in the first place have to graduate. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the more emotional parts of the series. <laughs> Yeah, I can see this just being a, a one season kind of show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I don't remember if I mentioned it or not, but um, I did mention that the 2008 manga had a very Shonen Jump style, um, mm-hmm. but the anime has a very modern style. Oh yeah, it's um a lot more um, production IG uh, than it is Shonen Jump. Yeah, I mean, if you if you think of pretty much any other anime that's come out in the past few years, it it looks like that and not like an older style. <laughs> well, and you never know. Sometimes, you know, when animes come out, they would rather emulate the manga than do their own thing, which is mm-hmm. why which is why I'm convinced that probably the story is a little bit different too. Um, not entirely, not plot wise, but you know, probably little beats are are updated. Yeah, definitely. Slight modernizations. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can't think of anything in particular that stands out, but probably it wouldn't be anything that stands out anyways. It's probably just stuff like, obviously it changes because the like animators are using new, uh, new reference material and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anything particular else that you want to discuss? Uh, no. Would you watch more? Yeah, I would. 
Uh, it helps that Projection IG is um, one of my more favorite studios. <laughs> what else have they made recently? Recently? Well, recently they did the new Fooly Cooly, but I haven't watched that. I mean, they're more well known for stuff like uh, develop. <laughs> you want to know where I, I have? You want to know where I first saw Production IG do animation? Where? Tales of Symphonia. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine too. Um. Yeah, I am. I have no idea what I want to rate this. No? No. Well, they'll go over the ratings with me because I don't have any right off the top of my head. Well, not bitter because no. it's pretty good, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's I think it's good. Uh, yeah, nothing in the experience side. How can we not talk about Nira? Wait, Nari. Sorry, Nari. I got her name backwards. No, it's Nira. Is it Nira? I wrote down Nira. Oh, thank God. I wasn't wrong. I just, <laughs> I just, for some reason, I was like, wait, is that wrong? Maybe I got it backwards. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a really cute, is she Sheba? I believe so. You know dog breeds better than I do, so don't I, ask me. I do, but she, they, they draw her a little fluffier. Mm. So, but she's like oh. a, she's just like a really cute, I don't even know if it's a she, but she's just like a really cute little Shiba dog that is, um, brown haired character's dog. Haiji. Hi, it's Haiji's dog. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a really cute long haired Shiba who's always doing really cute stuff in the middle bumper of the episode. Yeah, you know, when, they, when they have the, uh, the, uh, commercial bumpers. Mm-hmm. She's always like rolling around and being cute. I have to watch the opening and ending <laughs> for <laughs> for her too. And yeah, in the ending, the very first shot of the uh, ending is Nira like sleeping outside, and a drop of rain hits her ear, and it wiggles in that really cute way that dogs' ears wiggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the last shot of the ending is Haiji coming home. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that's the best character would go near his route. I gotta watch all twenty three episodes just for every 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 Nira part. <laughs> compilation of Run with the Wind, but it's only only near a compilation of all of her scenes. Yeah, I gotta reblog <laughs> that GIF set. <laughs> okay, so not bitter. I would say probably not sour because there There's... wasn't any. There weren't any particular beats where I was like, this is, could be better. This makes me feel weird, you know? There was no big disappointments. Yeah, there there was nothing that I felt they did particularly poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not feeling savory? You're not feeling I'm not knocked feeling out of the park? savory, mostly because right now, even though they have been doing the really interesting kind of trope twisting uh it doesn't feel particularly unique yet Mm. fair enough you know i don't see how this is you know particularly different from other sports animes other than they're older (laughs) (laughs) so i think that's something that'll come with the later episodes because all of the story beats in the first three episodes are all of the story beats that every sports anime needs to have 
<laughs> which is getting to the sports part, introducing <laughs> your characters, and then making them do sports. <laughs> you know? It's so straightforward when you put it like that. <laughs> but, you know, like, that's... that's the, the first three episodes kind of have to be that. So I get why it's not feeling incredibly unique yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying... For now, not savory, but maybe if we watch we watch some later and it really gets me, I'll change mm. my mind. That only leaves uh sweet and I'm missing one. What spicy? Spicy. I don't think it's spicy. Because mm. I think I think it's it's chill enough that you don't have to worry about recommending it to. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I would save spicy for more dramatic stuff. You know, production IG is probably a good fit for this show because they also did Haikyuu. <laughs> then that's another really well-animated sports series. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with Sweet just because it's process of elim- elimination, but I don't really necessarily think Sweet fits either. I think it's kind of mm. better than we usually imply with sweet. Umami. Umami is savory. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you can rate it that if you want to. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sweet works for me. Okay. Even if it's by process of elimination, that is still what it most fits into. I think it's so. This or you sports can anime it in particular... This sports anime in particular feels very relaxing for me to watch. Yeah. And I like to put things that I can relax with in Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Because a thing that they haven't had yet are the, like, really dramatic action shots. (laughs) They probably will. Well, they did when Jota and Joji, the twins, were getting fired up for no reason. Yeah, that was more for joke purposes, though, than actual intensity. So I'm wondering if they're ever actually going to go for that, you know, regular sports anime, like, you know, action lines and when they get to the actual competition part, or if it's going to stay kind of in this realm of, like, chill. Go the um, Hajime no Ippo route with a punch in the, like, really intense moments with uh, jet noises. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like it's probably going to stay chill, though, which is nice. I thought you were going to mention the part <laughs> um, where... Uh, uh, sorry. I thought you were going to mention the part where Kakaru runs past Haiji, and you were like, <gasps> the supernatural. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's so weird because, like, <laughs> um, when Haiji and uh, Karehura... Go, go again. You did the same thing again where you like combined his name all into one name. Kakura? No. I have no, no idea. It's... Just tell me. Kakiru Kurehara. Kurehara. Kurahara. Kurahara. I may have flipped it. Um. So when Haiji and Kurahara meet, um, mm-hmm. Kurahara is running and Haiji it's just like this really weird moment where I was like is this show gonna get supernatural because like <laughs> he just sees like 
Kura, Haiji just sees like Kurahara's energy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when he's looking at him run and he's just seeing his like form and energy and I'm like this is weird <laughs> and then like later in that scene um when Haiji is trying to convince him to come see the apartment he like flash steps around him yeah yeah and he like freaks him out a lot yeah Kaku, it's like finally like breaks away, but his eyes are closed, and then Haiji's right in front of him somehow. <laughs> and he like he's like what? Mm-hmm. That was a good scene. <laughs> no, he could. Ju- it's just the faded meeting of destiny. That's why it's so intense. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder if they're ever going to explain the specifics of why Kakaru was shoplifting. I'm sure they will. I mean, I'm sure the reason that he moved into oh. the apartment has something to do with it. Yeah, because there was some, like, like one-off line of, like, yep, can't fucking afford where I'm living, basically. Yeah. So, it might just be that he's broke as hell hell. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, that was, a really f- that was a really fun series to watch and a fun episode to yeah. record, too. Um, and it got a sweet rating, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I re- I really needed a, um. <laughs> a chill anime. Yeah, a chill anime to watch, uh, is what I needed after all of the zaniness from before. So, do you want to continue this little anime streak, or do you want to go to something else? Well, it's your pick, isn't it? Well, that's why I'm asking. Oh, you're... You're flip-flopping on one or two things? I, I, it's just going to help me pick. Anime or no? Um, sure. Let's enjoy another anime. Why not? Uh, let's watch Wotakoi. Wotakoi? Wotakoi? Like, like W-O-T-A-K-O-I. Wotakoi. I've never heard of it. I heard good things about it but i have been wronged in the past well it's the one where you see a lot of like funny gift sets i'm pretty sure (laughs) (laughs) but the subtitle is alarming alarming okay love is hard for otaku oh gosh well (laughs) I don't know how this will go. So, but I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea how this is going to go. <laughs> hey, Sean. Uh-huh. It's on Amazon Prime. What? Wodakoi. Wodakoi? It's on Amazon Prime. I'm still having trouble with the title. Wodakoi. Wodakoi. Mhm. Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh, um, I know this. Yeah, it just started releasing this year. Its first season ran from April to June. Never mind. I'm no longer nervous. ProZD said this was cute. Let's go. <laughs> Great. Bye. Bye. <laughs>